thanks for downloading the audio podcast of this week's sermon. We pray you'll be blessed and encouraged with the words you hear. Settler or Pioneer, that's our title this morning. Now you don't need to turn to your Bibles this morning because for time, there's only two verses that I want us to look at and it's on the screen. It's from the Message Bible or the Message uh, Version. 1 Peter 2 verses 11 and 12 says, Friends, this world is not your home, so don't make yourselves cozy in it. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. Live an exemplary life among the natives so that your actions will refute their prejudices. Then they'll be won over to God's side and there to join in the celebration when he arrives. The European settlers who came to America in the 16th century were first known as pioneers. They were courageous trailblazers with a keen sense of adventure. And I'm just wondering this morning if you had to choose one of these words that would best describe yourself, which one would it be? Would you identify yourself as a settler or would you identify yourself as a pioneer? A settler is a person who moves to a new place with the intention to stay there. Colonial America was built by settlers who came mainly from England. Settlers often think of themselves as being the first people to live in an area, although some, uh, through history, settlers moved to places that were already inhabited by native people. And then we wonder what a pioneer is. This is from a, a pioneering leadership point of view. A pioneer is someone who takes the initiative. Someone who creates, somebody who develops or sets in motion new ways of doing and thinking about things. The word pioneer comes from the French word pioneer, which sounds the same to me, to be honest. A foot soldier, someone who prepares the way for others to follow. Maybe you once were a pioneer, but now you've become a settler. It's the easiest thing in the world to do, to want to settle down and to stop constantly being on the go. I totally get that because I've been there and I've worn the t-shirt. Both Esther and I know exactly what that's like to get into a, a very settled state, into a rut, as we may call it. These guys here are prime examples of folks who once were pioneers and now they've become settlers. They've, they've built a little house for themselves and they've become settled. Now, they don't look too happy about it, of course, but that's the truth. Have the wheels come off our wagon? Have we adopted the rocking chair rather than the road? You see, life on a rocking chair is definitely more comfortable than the rolling road. See, it's much easier to sleep on the porch than on the prairie. I know that's not me when I'm not in church. So, you become a settler if you've adopted the rocking chair. You've taken the shoes off, you put your slippers on, you've stopped breaking new ground, you've ceased looking for new frontiers, you've settled for the good life. 
the comfortable life. So let's put it in context here this morning. You live in Balamani and you're settled. You like it here. We hope and pray that'll be us very, very soon. (laughs) Please continue to pray that we'll get our house sold and that we'll find somewhere here. So thank you. I know that many or most of you are doing that. So you live in Balamani and you go into the town to buy pretties. Bertha. You meet up with your sham. Mark and Liam, is that right? Phil? Yeah, I heard that last week. And you have a cup of tea. And then you go ham. Is it ham? And you play with the grand wains. In other words, you're settled. Mark, come on up a wee second. I know you're not shy. I got a phone call in August. Do you remember that phone call? Okay. So I got a phone call this Friday afternoon in August, and it was Mark. Phoning, he says, um, Paul, it's Mark Miller here from Balamalilam. And my task is to get speakers to come up and, and preach. Will you come up for a day? I says, no problem at all. I says, when are you thinking? He says, look, see. <laughs> He's the only person that I've heard say, look, see. Look, see, would you come up on the last Sunday in September? I says, no problem at all. I will surely if you tell me what Luxie means. <laughs> now, I learned something the other night. We were with Mark and Yvonne. Now, there's a Balamoni wave, is there? There is, yes. Okay. And who else does the Balamoni wave? Is it? Say most people. Most people, right. Well, can you demonstrate what the Balamoni wave is? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Give him a big round of applause. There's only one Mark Miller. I think the mould was broke. Yvonne, would you agree? Yeah. Okay. You're getting the idea about feeling settled, about being settled. We want you to be settled in Balamoniel, and we want you to feel that this is your church. We want you to feel that you're a part of the church family here in Balamoniel. And that's why we're having a welcome morning this morning. And we really, we would, we would love it if everybody, and I mean everybody, would stay behind, please, for about 45 minutes and chat. And can I just say, do you see, folks, those of you who are here quite a wee while, make it, make it your effort, make it your business to talk to somebody who maybe is only here a short while. We really want everyone to connect this morning. We're also starting a new ministry. This is how much that we want people to feel welcomed and feel settled. Uh, we're starting up a welcome team, uh, people with friendly faces. Uh, the Minister of Home Affairs, I mean, sorry, Esther, um, is heading this up. In fact, Esther, uh, would you like to come and demonstrate the brolly? She's shaking her head, but she's getting up. I, I think it's that look that I've got again. I'd better stand quite far away from this brolly. (laughs) So, yes, we're starting a welcome team. Uh, We 
are hoping and planning that the start date will be Sunday the 5th of March. There will be a little bit of training to be done, Sandra, wherever you are. Yep, and a few XSNI forms to be filled out. Uh, So in no particular order, uh, Bill and Sybil, would you stand up please? Everyone turn around and see who Bill and Sybil are. Okay, you can sit down. (laughs) Okay, Roy and Carol. Thank you, Danny and Linda. Andrew and Pamela. Gail Dempster. Elaine Morrison. Young Wesley Kerr. And his second cousin, Andy Blakeney. We're so excited about that ministry. We're so excited about every ministry. We were delighted to be here uh, on Friday night for that pudding party. It was just phenomenal. Well done, Clive and all the officers and all the team. And Mark's already said it. Fantastic. Listen, we want you to feel settled in Balamani, Elam, but we don't want you to feel too settled. We want you to be happy, really happy in Balamani, Elam, but not too happy. At this point, you're saying, Paul, have you really lost your marbles? Well, absolutely. Uh, Linda introduced me to a lady and a gentleman this morning, and uh, I called the lady the gentleman's name. So... Anyhow, I've lost my marbles. But let me explain. Of course, we want you to not only feel, but we want you to be settled in Balamani, Elam. We want you to really feel and to know that this is your church, that this is your home, your spiritual home, that you're with your church family. We don't want you to be too cosy. Just like Peter said in the message version. We want you to be happy. Of course we want you to be happy. But we don't want you to be too happy with things. We want you to strive for more. Because we believe that God has more for you and for us. Much, much more. We want each and every one of us to have that pioneering spirit. That desire to forge ahead to to collectively as a a church body to break new ground for the kingdom. Pioneers are people who advance and who grasp opportunities. Let's not forget what our church motto is, please. Keep that in your heart. Keep that even screenshotted. If you want it sent to you, uh, you can have it. It's on Facebook. Uh, Keep it. And pray over it that it's a year of advance and a year of opportunities. Balamani Elam is going to advance this year, not retreat. We've got to believe it. We're going to focus on the opportunities that the Lord presents us, not the obstacles. And there are plenty of those. We are determined not to be settlers, but to be pioneers. Remember the definition of a pioneer is a foot soldier, someone who prepares 
the way for others to follow. May God grant us all the desire to be pioneers who prepare the way rather than settlers who put our feet down. We want to be advancing the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Now, three quick points, and they are quick, brief points this morning. Three points if you're making notes this morning. Pioneering is demanding, as you can see from the image. Pioneering comes with a health warning. If we're going to be pioneers, it will take a lot of hard work and a lot of grit and a lot of determination, much more than being a settler, because pioneering work is demanding. We've got to be willing, like this lady, we've got to be willing to put our, our shoulder to put, to put everything that we have, all of our energy in behind the leadership team and the ethos and, and, and the vision that we have here in Balamani Elam. The Bible says that we've got to put our hand to the plow and not look back. Even when it gets tough and even when it gets messy. But not only that, pioneering only works when pioneers work together. As you can see, even with two people there. We are a team. I sent somebody a, a, a text message yesterday and I said, and I love this phrase, teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. You see, the Lone Ranger has no place on the wagon trail. Following Jesus is the best life, but it's not the easiest life. If you want to sign up for the easy life, then just become a settler. But I tell you what, I'd rather face the future with Jesus than without him. I said it would be brief and I'll keep to my word. Pioneering is dangerous. Pioneering is not for the faint-hearted. It's risky and it's dangerous business. The enemy is never too far away when you pioneer for the kingdom. Just ask those early pioneers in the 16th century. Many of them and their families faced uh, stiff opposition from the hostiles who owned the land. If you want an easy and a carefree life, then go and buy yourself a rocking chair and have a wee snooze every afternoon on the veranda. Yes, you'll be safe, but I doubt you'll be satisfied. However, if you want to break new ground for the kingdom of God, then there will be opposition. There will be opposition. The Bible states it clearly many, many, many times over. Yes, it will be tough and it will be demanding and it will be exhausting, but boy, will it be rewarding. There's nothing like pioneering for the kingdom of heaven. Last brief point. Pioneering is delightful. Yes, it will be both demanding and dangerous. That's for sure. That's a given. But it will also be delightful. If you pick up the challenge and if you pick up the baton and if you run the race with all that you've got with all the energy that you can muster with the Holy Spirit behind you, you will not only bring great 
joy to the heart of God, but I can 100% guarantee that you'll never be happier. You will never be happier in your life than when you are fully submitted to the will of God. Never. The joy that it will bring you will be unparalleled. The peace that it will bring you will be unsurpassed and the satisfaction that it will bring you will be unbelievable. A pioneer is a person who brings great delight not only to themselves but to their church, their church family, to their community and most importantly to the Lord. So let's run this race together. Let's be pioneers together. Let's be that team that works together to make the dream work. Let's advance together. Let's break new ground together for the kingdom. Because remember this, a settler is a pioneer who has taken the wheels off the wagon and has stopped searching for new horizons. I'll repeat that. A settler is a pioneer who has taken the wheels off the wagon and stopped searching for new horizons. So, folks, can we sell the slippers on eBay? Can we put the rocking chair on Gumtree? And can we buy the hiking boots from Amazon? And can we purchase the wagon with wheels from Marketplace, not the wagon with the chocolate and the mallow? Not those ones. And can we advance? Can we move forward? Can we grasp the opportunities, as our motto says, advancing forward with opportunities? And can we grasp that with both hands for the glory of God and most importantly, for the salvation of souls? Can we just pray and then I'll hand over to Andy. Thank you. Lord, we just want to take a moment this morning, Lord, to just ask ourselves that question. Are we a settler or a pioneer? And Lord, I pray by your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would just energize our hearts and our souls and our minds. That, Lord, that we would not settle for second best. That we would not settle to be settled. But, Lord, we pray that you would help us to be pioneers. Lord, that we would share the gospel with the community. Lord, that we would invite people to church, that we would share our faith, that, that our very countenance, our very um, persona, that everything that we have and everything that people would see about us would radiate the love of Christ. Lord, we pray that Balamani Elam would be a beacon, a beacon of light and hope and love and purpose and faith and forgiveness. Lord, we pray that you would use each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for every person who is here this morning. Thank you, Lord, for those who are uh, unable to be with us and are uh, watching by Zoom. Lord, we pray as a church family, Lord, that you would just pour your Holy Spirit upon us, that you would lead us and guide us, Lord, as we advance forward in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we just pray as we continue to worship in your presence, Lord, that you would be one of our number. In Jesus' name, amen. And your love is great. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. 
If you would like any more information, have a look at our website at www.ballymoneyelam.com. <laughs>